It's Tuesday, September 22, 2009, the first day of autumn. Global recession, good for the environment. Bush's Interior Department Secretary under investigation. Grizzlies get protected, tuna not so much. Plus, and I'm proud to say that the United States has done more to promote clean energy and reduce carbon pollution in the last eight months than at any other time in our history. Obama talks climate at the U.N. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of Bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this is your Green News Report. It was a big day indeed uh, at the U.N. today. We'll get to that in a second here with the Green News headlines. Here's Des. Global recession may be bad for your pocketbook, but it's good for the environment. Greenhouse gas emissions dropped significantly this year, the most in 40 years, thanks to the global economic downturn. According to a report in the Financial Times, an upcoming study from the International Energy Agency credits the drop in emissions to a plunge in industrial output, reduced overall energy demand, and for the first time, the report says government regulations curbing carbon emissions made a significant impact. The full World Energy Report will be published in November just ahead of the final climate negotiations in Copenhagen in December. Well, talk about finding a silver lining. You certainly are finding one there. If we had a depression, why, the Earth would be in great shape. But you're right. The report uh, points out changes by governments have made significant changes. Former Bush administration Interior Secretary Gail Norton is under investigation by the Justice Department for granting lucrative oil leases to Royal Dutch Shell just months before going to work for them. What? Are you suggesting that a Bush administration official was working with the very corporations that she was supposed to be regulating? I am shocked. Shocked. Pranksters, the Yes Men, known for punking corporate meetings, caused quite a stir in New York City yesterday when they distributed a fake edition of the New York Post, focusing on the dangers of climate change with the banner headline, We're Screwed. (laughs) Oh yeah, everyone's been talking about this all over the city. I can't believe I'm reading this in the Post. This is the same post that denied climate change like two years ago? The Yes Men say the edition is fake, but the information inside is all too true. This is great. They did this a couple of years ago with the New York Times uh, concerning the Iraq War and some other things. Freaked out the New York Times. Maybe this will uh, serve to freak out uh, Rupert Murdoch and his uh, New York Post. A federal judge has ordered that grizzly bears in and around Yellowstone National Park should be returned to the threatened species list, citing climate change, lax protections, and hunting. The ruling protects about 600 bears, which were removed from the endangered species list in a controversial 2007 Bush administration decision. The judge noted that climate change is killing off the bears' food supply and causing a decline in white bark pine trees. And what was the premise for removing the grizzlies in the first place by the Bush administration? Why did they remove them from the list? The Fish and Wildlife Management Service determined that grizzlies had made an amazing recovery, but they were ignoring signs that the grizzlies were still endangered. But they removed them anyway. Yes. Nations in the European Union failed to agree on any protections for endangered bluefin tuna in the Mediterranean, even though the species is dangerously close to commercial extinction. Even attempts at a temporary ban failed after intense lobbying from the fishing industry. The species is so depleted that fishermen now illegally catch baby bluefins before they have the chance to reproduce. 100 world leaders are gathered at the United Nations in New York City today at a special session on climate change in advance of final negotiations for a global climate treaty this December in Copenhagen. Speaking this morning at the UN, President Obama called on both rich and developing nations to do their part, pledging the U.S. is determined to act. It is true that for too many years, mankind has been slow to respond or even recognize the magnitude 
of the climate threat. It is true of my own country as well. We recognize that. But this is a new day. It is a new era. And I am proud to say that the United States has done more to promote clean energy and reduce carbon pollution in the last eight months than at any other time in our history. The president is facing a tough battle at home to pass clean energy and climate legislation. Other nations have criticized the lack of progress in the U.S. toward a concrete commitment. Negotiations continue at the G20 summit in Pittsburgh later this week. It was Obama's first appearance at the U.N. The fact that he uh, spoke about climate change uh, there in that first appearance I think is notable. But he brings up the point that uh, he's done more or that we've done more in the last eight months to promote uh, clean energy and reduce carbon pollution than the U.S. has in its history. Uh, We've been quite critical of the Obama administration in some of their EPA decisions, but have they, in fact, ultimately uh, done more to turn around the Titanic, so to speak, than the previous administrations? Well, uh, we know that the Bush administration was very focused on opening up public resources for private corporations to use, and the Obama administration has done a great deal towards reversing those protections and increasing protections, regulations, and enforcement just since they came into office in January. You know, I can't help but wonder where we would be right now and the better shape we might be in had we listened to Jimmy Carter 35 years ago, who was urging folks to put up solar panels, had put them on the White House, only to have them taken down by Ronald Reagan when he took over. Going to be a big fight between here and December uh, concerning climate change in Congress. Whether we get a bill, I don't know. Whether Obama will have a bill to bring to Copenhagen in December I guess, remains to be seen. We'll be following that story and much more. You can follow it along with us at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Wonderful, wonderful Copenhagen, friendly old girl of town. Neath her tan.